Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win in well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Slade Jetty that he was sending the Lone Ranger to make an investigation. 
But instead of going to the reservation personally, the masked man sent Toto to call on an old medicine man named Red Feather. In his teepee, Red Feather greeted Toto warmly. Tonto, in long time since me see you and masked friend. Ah, Lone Ranger want to see you now, Red Feather. Come, we take you to camp near here. With a letter from General Hazen in his pocket, Slate Jetty drew rein in front of Red Feather's teepee half an hour later. A gunslinger named Buck Morgan and the Indian chief Black Eagle were with him. The three partners in crime hoped to conceal their guilt from the Lone Ranger by killing Red Feather. As he dismounted, the mission-educated chief said, Red Feather not here. He must be on the reservation somewhere. We will look for him. While you're at it, I'll ride to town. For what? Trying to find out if anyone's seen or heard about the Lone Ranger. He wouldn't be foolish enough to appear in town with a mask over his face. There's no telling what he'll do. Yeah, let me know what you find out about him, Buff. Right. Yeah, Come, Buff. Come, Slade. We will look for Red Feather. We must get rid of him before he tells the masked man what he knows. <laughs> Where we look first? First, we will see if his horse is gone. If it is, we will follow his track. Toto guided Redfeather to a hillside clearing where a tall, broad-shouldered man wearing Indian buckskins waited for them. As the medicine man drew rein, he looked quizzically at Toto. Toto, you say you bring me to Lone Ranger? That's right. Uh-huh. Where, masked friend? <laughs> Don't you recognize me, Redfeather? You? Your voice is... Well, him, Lone Ranger... But him look like Indian. By posing as an Indian, I hope to learn the truth about what's going on at the reservation. Oh, that's plenty smart. That way, Indian agent not able to keep you from finding out about trouble. Does he know about it? Uh, me think him crook. Do you have proof of that? No proof. Only suspicion. Did you know Indians from the reservation have attacked state churches and supply trains? Uh, me know. There are ten, twelve young braves there. Led by Chief Black Eagle. Oh, Black Eagle was the oldest son of Chief Lame Bear. Oh, that's right. When Chief Lame Bear die, Black Eagle become chief. Black Eagle, mission-educated Indian. Him know how to read and write white man's language. But him not good chief. What about his younger brother, Little Crow? Little Crow, good Indian. But him afraid of Black Eagle. Not bad, Little Crow. Not chief of crime. Where did the renegade Indians get their weapons? Uh, maybe Indian agent give them to him. Slade Jetty? Uh, him or friend. Name of Buff Morgan. How you learn about attacks? The driver of the last stagecoach attack wasn't killed. After the Indians and the two white men with them left, the driver managed to reach town. Me wonder why people in town not suspect Indians before this. There were no tracks to show that Indians took part in the attacks. But the law did find tracks left by two horses wearing shoes. Everyone thought two white men were responsible for the crimes. Chief Black Eagle even smarter than me think. The wounded driver reached the sheriff's house after dark. He was afraid to talk for fear of being killed. Until Sheriff Wilson promised no one would know he survived. Uh, Me savvy. Wilson concealed him in his house and sent a secret report to Washington saying that a dozen Indians and two white men attacked the stage. Uh, what happened to Driver after that? He died. Oh, too bad. Yes. 
killed him will pay for it, Redfeather. Who will send you here? General Hazen. Sheriff Wilson and I will work together. But I'll not go to Wilson until I have evidence enough to arrest the guilty men. Me no guilty men. One night we see him come back to reservation with loot. You watch him hide it. Does anyone know that? No. Me keep quiet. For the same reason stagecoach driver keep quiet. I understand. Me think it's smarter to wait for a chance to act. But it's plenty hard to do anything with crooked agents in charge reservation. Me not even able to go town to see Sheriff. You may have run a risk coming here. Oh, it worth risk to see you. Tell you what me know. Unknown to the disguised Lone Ranger and his friends, Slade Jetty and Black Eagle approached the campsite on foot. The wise renegade moved carefully, lest he betray their presence. But suddenly he stopped and pointed to the clearing ahead. There is Red Feather Slade. Talking to two redskins. I... Hey. Quiet. We don't want them to hear us. One of those engines is Tonto. The friend of the Lone Ranger. Yeah. I saw him once years ago. The masked man wasn't with him, but I remember meeting his engine pal. Who is the third Indian? I never saw him before. I wonder how much Red Feather told them. I'm wondering where the masked man is. His Indian friends must know that. Come on, Chief Black Eagle. We'll get those three. A moment later, the disguised Lone Ranger, Red Feather, and Toto were startled by Chief Black Eagle's sharp command. Raise your hands. Uh, and do it fast before I blow your heads off. Chief Black Eagle. We followed you here, Red Feather. All three of you are covered. Chief Black Eagle, why are you come here with... Slade Jetty. You will answer the questions, Red Feather, not Black Eagle. I will cover them, Slade, while you disarm them. First, I'll see if Red Feather's armed. You know me not carry guns. I'll make sure of that. Then you'll disarm your pals. They might try a fast move if I try to take their guns. See. Yeah, I reckon you were telling the truth. He has no weapons? No. Red Feather will cover you and your pals while you take their guns. Me not take guns from friends. Do as I say or I'll kill you now. We'll continue our Lone Ranger adventure in just a moment. Yippee! Winner Buck! Look at that cowboy ride that bronc. Who is it, Lone Ranger? That's champion, Bob Burroughs. Watch him stay in that saddle. Well, he sure makes it look easy. Well, you know it isn't. Bronc busting is hard to do, harder to learn. Take Bob Burroughs. I know he started riding as a youngster. He took his share of spills, but he kept at it. And he kept in condition, including eating his Wheaties. In fact, now that Bob Burroughs is a champion, he still eats Wheaties. Plenty of practice, plenty of the right food. That's sound advice for anyone hoping to be a champion. It sure is, Lone Ranger, because champions are made, not born. And there's a good solid reason why Wheaties can give you the energy to go a long, long way. It's this. There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. A whole kernel of wheat. The cereal grain that's famous for energy. Champions are made, not born. Get on your way with Wheaties. Breakfast of Champions. to continue. When Red Feather refused to take his friend's weapons, Slade stepped toward the old medicine man with a hand upraised to strike him. Covered by Chief Black Eagle, the Lone Ranger had no chance to draw his own gun, but he spoke quickly to save Red Feather from the blow. It's all right, Red Feather. Take our gun. You, 
You do not speak like an Indian. Nor do you. I am miseducated. I read and write better than a lot of white men. I also learned the white man's language. You learned your lessons well. Yeah, mighty well. Keep your hands high. Red Feather, disarm them. Red Feather obeyed without speaking for fear he might say too much and betray the Lone Ranger's identity. When the disguised Lone Ranger and Tonto had been disarmed, Slade tied the wrists of the prisoners. Then Chief Black Eagle asked, Where is the Lone Ranger? Me not know what you mean. There's no use lying, Red Feather. I know he's coming here to make an investigation. Wait, Slade. Huh? If the masked man is to meet them here, he may surprise us as we surprise Red Feather and his friends. Yeah, that's so. We will take them to Buff Morgan's cabin. Good idea, Blackie. By mid-afternoon, Black Eagle and Slade Jetty reached Buff Morgan's cabin with their prisoners. A few minutes later, Buff returned from town. Slade explained how and why the three Indians had been captured. Good work, Slade. You were smart to bring him here. What'd you find out in town about the Lone Ranger? Nothing. No one's seen a thing of the masked man. Did Tonto ride the white horse I saw outside? His redskin pal rode that stallion. The horse belongs to the Lone Ranger. What? what? There's a complete riding outfit and a mask in the saddlebags. Also a pair of ivory-handled coats and a cartridge belt full of silver bullets. I told you the Lone Ranger would be too smart to appear with a mask over his face. If he is in town, he must be wearing a disguise. That'd explain why no one in town saw the masked man. Toto and his mission-educated pal know the truth. We'll beat it out of them if we have to. Redskin, where's the Lone Ranger? If you stop the stagecoach when it comes through Granite Canyon about 6.15 this evening... You will probably find him. There's no 615 stagecoach. Do you think the Lone Ranger wearing a mask would ride with other passengers on the regular stage? Oh, might be a special stage. But if you're lying... It'll be easy to find out whether he is or not, Buff. We'll get the engines from the reservation and go to the canyon. What about these three? We'll keep them here till we find the Lone Ranger. We'll watch them. You will. But to make sure you have no trouble with them, we'll tie their feet as well as their hands before we leave. After the prisoners' ankles were securely tied, Buff went outside with his friends to show them the saddlebags containing the Lone Ranger's weapons and clothing. As soon as they were out of earshot, Toto turned to the disguised Lone Ranger. Kimasabi, why you tell Crook's story about 615 stage? I wanted to get them out of this cabin. Uh, what good it do to get them out of cabin? We tied plenty tight. Look on the floor near the washstand, Redfeather. Uh, me not see anything. There's a razor on the floor. Uh, me see it. Maybe old one. Buff, throw away. No matter how old it is, it'll be sharp enough to cut these ropes. I'll try to reach it before Buff comes back. While Tonto and Redfeather listened anxiously to the voices outside the cabin, the disguised Lone Ranger squirmed across the floor, then fumbled with his hands behind his back until he gripped the razor. I have it. Men still talk outside. Good. If we have only a couple of minutes more, we'll all be free. Free ropes with razors. I can't cut the ropes on my own wrist, Tonto, but I think I can cut yours. Turn your back. Uh-huh. When your hands are free, you'll be able to release Red Feather and me. <laughs> there. Within a few minutes, all of the prisoners were rid of the ropes that had held their wrists and ankles. They heard Slade and Black Eagle mount their horses and ride away. Instead of returning to the cabin at once, Buff remained outside watching his friends ride away. When Slade and Black Eagle were almost out of sight, Buff turned to re-enter the cabin. By that time, the Lone Ranger and Tonto were flattened against the wall, one on each side of the open door. 
As Buck stepped through the doorway, the Lone Ranger grabbed him. Here you The Lone Ranger clapped a hand over the outlaw's mouth while Toto snatched weapons from the startled man. Do you have guns? Give me Bobby. Good. Let go of me. I'll let you go, but don't try a fast move. How did you get free? It was easy, thanks to your carelessness with a razor. What we do now? We'll tie and gag Buff. Then I'll put on my own clothing and ride to Sheriff Wilson's office. For... What clothes are you talking about? The clothing you found in Silver's saddlebags belongs to me. You? You mean you... I'm the Lone Ranger. Oh, no. We get roped and this time. While Red Feather and Toto tied Buff, the Lone Ranger brought his saddlebags into the cabin. With his back to Buff and the medicine man, he washed the stain from his hands and face and quickly changed from buckskins to his own clothing. When his mask was in place, he turned. Toto, if you stay here to guard Buff, Red Feather will be able to return to the reservation. Ah, uh, he wants crook. Red Feather, would it be possible for you to re-enter the reservation without being seen? Oh, me no secret way to get inside reservation. Good. When you reach it, have someone you trust round up a dozen or more reliable men. Bring them secretly to Chimney Rocks. I'll meet you there at five o'clock. Adios. Adios. <laughs> themselves, 
and the thieves saw only the man on the driver's seat. Who is handling the rain? His hat brim's pulled so low it hides his face. We will hold that fire until he stops the horses. Just make sure the men keep the passengers covered. They know what to do. All right, that stage is close enough. Stop the horses! You're covered! Keeping his head down so his mask would not be seen, the Lone Ranger halted the horses. From the corner of his eye, he saw the outlaws and Indians step from behind rocks with rifles raised. The masked man leaped from the driver's seat. The move was a signal to the men on the canyon rim. They opened fire. Startled ambushes looked up, giving the Lone Ranger, the sheriff, and his deputies time to reach the protection of sheltering rocks. A moment later, their guns were in action. went down under the devastating fire of the sheriff's men and the Lone Ranger. Make a run for the horses! Just then, Little Crow, Red Feather, and other loyal braves moved into place at the end of the canyon, blocking it. Slade and the surviving Indians halted. Red Feather, you make move me, kill you! Don't shoot up! I give up! The fight was over. Sheriff Wilson and the deputies rounded up the renegades. Yeah, that does it. We've got all of them. There's one more, Sheriff. Oh, who's he? Buff Morgan. I'll ride to his cabin where Tuttle's guarding him. We'll bring him into town. I'll be waiting there for him, mister. I'll see you later, Sheriff. Your horse is with mine at the other end of the canyon. Right. Sheriff, after Crook's in jail, me show you place on reservation where Black Eagle and friends hide loot from robberies. I'll ride to the reservation with you to get it, Red Feather. Oh, who's this young Indian? Him, Little Crow, young brother of Chief Black Eagle. Oh, sure. Well, Little Crow, with Black Eagle out of circulation, you'll be chief of the tribe. Oh, that's plenty good. Little Crow makes fine chief. Sheriff, me want you know all braves on reservation not bad like Black Eagle and friends. I know that, Little Crow. And so will General Hazen when he gets a report from the Lone Ranger. Special recording Mondays through Fridays at this same time.